You want results, but you worry about doing all the things in all the right ways. So you either don't start, which is called analysis paralysis, or you try to perform at a certain level in your workouts and your nutrition and your routine. You try to be perfect at it and you try to do this all at once and it's just not sustainable. And after a few days or a week or two, you fall off. And guess what? It doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way because perfection is not required in any of the foundational pillars of weight loss in your fitness or your nutrition or your routine to get results that last. Today, we're talking about why that's true and what it can look like for you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies. 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. I know you're listening to this because you want results in your journey, but like we just talked about in the intro there, results do not come from 180-ing everything. They don't come from trying to find the next diet or the next program or something that's just going to be a quick fix to this long-term desire that you have to be healthy and to feel good in your body. Those are things that don't happen because you did the right things or you changed the wrong habits to the right ones. That becomes a thing when it becomes your lifestyle. Those feelings are present in the day-to-day, the confidence, the consistency, the discipline just becomes part of who you are when those choices become innate, when they become habit, and when that's just that's just how you function in your day-to-day. And you don't make those changes overnight. You don't make those changes by you know, changing the wrong habits to the right ones and from doing the right diet and eating the right way and just eating that way forever. You do that by making small incremental changes over time. And that starts with a starting point, knowing exactly where to start one simple action that you make habit over the course of a couple weeks. And it's all different person to person, what that starting point is. It is specific and personal to you because your life, your schedule, your journey, your goals, your life circumstances are so unique. And so your starting point is unique as well. And I'm going to help you find that on your starting point session. What we'll do is talk about where you're at right now, what your goals are, how you want to feel, what's your biggest struggle, what's your biggest insecurity. And from all of that, we're going to pinpoint, okay, do we need to start with your nutrition? Is that the path we're going to go on first? Or are we going to start with your your workouts, your fitness? Or is the first path we need to take a step on with your starting point? Is it your routine? 
So we'll figure out which path are we going to start on. And from there, there's a handful of different starting points within each. And based on, again, your circumstances, your goals, what you want most, what's holding you back the most right now, we're going to pick a starting point. And you're going to master that starting point, that action. You're going to make it a habit. You're going to make it just part of who you are with my accountability over the course of a couple weeks. And no, perfection is not part of it. Consistency is and discipline is, but perfection is not required. If you mess up, if you've got vacation, if you've got anything going on, that's called life. And guess what? We can navigate around that because you've got my support along the way. So you can go to the toughlovemom.com backslash coaching to book your session right now. You're going to want to jump on that because they book up each month and we are going to figure out where you need to start. So you don't have to let perfection rule your life and you can actually make true lasting change and and make these habits part of who you are. Make this healthy lifestyle that you want, not just for yourself, but for your kids, for your family, for those around you. You can make that part of who you are. You can make it true change that lasts a lifetime and impacts generations because that's what we want, right? As moms, we're not just here for us anymore. We want to impact those who are coming after us. And it starts with what we do day in and day out. So let's find your starting point. Again, head to thetoughlovemom.com backslash coaching so we can get you started with weight loss the right way, okay? Okay, I'm the first person (laughs) to tell you that I am a recovering perfectionist. I am the first person who will tell you that. Absolutely bled over into my journey for years too. That need for perfectionism, organized, planning, following through, like those were things that were very present in many areas of my life. And again, it bled over into my journey for a long time. But something about motherhood, man, like (laughs) motherhood humbled me and started breaking down that need for perfection really, really fast for me personally. But I know it's still something that a lot of women struggle with, especially in their journey. Because in our minds, we think that it takes full, perfect, you know, no compromising discipline and perfection to get the results we want, right? Not true. Not true at all. Why isn't this true? First, perfection is not attainable. I'm going to give you three reasons why this isn't true and what imperfection can look like in your journey while still getting results. So first reason why this isn't true, why perfection is not necessary why you don't have to be completely disciplined and perfect in everything you're doing in your journey to get results. It's not attainable. Perfection is not attainable. As a Christian, we know that as truth, but in general, it's just not a realistic aim at all to try to be perfect. You're setting yourself up for pure disappointment, truly. The second reason why perfection is not necessary, even those people that you look up to or see as leaders in this health and wellness space are not perfect. Maybe you kind of know that, but it doesn't look like it. So deep down, it's hard to believe that is true. But seriously, what you see on social media is a tiny fraction of their day. I post like eight to 10 Instagram stories a day. That total is two minutes of my life of 24 hours. I mean, what you see is a tiny fraction of our day. And often what's shareable or applicable to what they do or offer or work in is what you see on social media. Like, I'm not going to go posting about crafts that I do because guess what? I don't do crafts. (laughs) I don't do home renovation stuff because it's just not in my wheelhouse. So you ain't going to see that stuff. And if I do do something, I might be like, look, it's my one Pinterest craft of the year. But in all honesty, what you see is going to be applicable to what I prioritize and what I, the area I work in and what I love to do, which is 
things in the health and wellness space. So what you see, you know, if that's not, if you don't have the same values and priorities as someone that you follow in that specific area, you can't compare your lives. It's just not, it's, it's not logical. Don't do it. Okay. And their results, the people that you look up to, they have these great aspirational bodies that they've lost weight. You know, their stories are so inspirational. Their results did not come from perfection. Because back to my last point, perfection is not attainable. It's not something any of us can reach, which leads me to my final reason that perfection is not required for results, is perfection is not sustainable. It's not attainable and it's not sustainable. It's true that there are some people out there who can be perfect, but it's only for a season. It's only for a season. Often when they are perfect, and speaking from experience here, unfortunately, I wish I wasn't, but I've totally had stretches of a couple of weeks. Honestly, it can't last more than like two months for me it, it, in the past. I don't try to do this anymore. But in the past, when I would try to be perfect in my journey, it would last for max two months and it became a steep downhill to old habits. Okay. Really steep downhill. And I'm pretty sure if, you, if you've walked that path before, you're like, yep, let's just hit the nail on the head. That is so true. So when you allow yourself some wiggle room to be off or to live your life, to enjoy a Friday night eating out, and just to be imperfect, what you're allowing for is for strength and flexibility in your habits for when life happens, when circumstances get difficult, when something random comes up and you can't be on your game because it's just not prioritized in that moment. Picture a palm tree. Stay with me here, promise. (laughs) Picture a palm tree right now. Have you ever wondered how those tall, skinny things can survive hurricane force winds? I mean, like 100 plus miles per hour without snapping in half. Because I grew up in the Midwest where there were tornadoes and uh, we we had a tree branch fall on my house when I was a kid. I mean, there are trees that 50, 60 mile per hour winds snap right off the branches, right? But these palm trees that look like you could just crack them in half with, you know, two people, they can with, withstand hundreds of miles per hour. It's how their trunk fibers are built. They're built for that. They're built to flex and bend. They're different than those of oak trees or elm trees or whatever other kind of trees that they have in the Midwest. So what you want to do when you allow imperfection to be a thing in your journey and you let go of that constant need for unattainable perfection, you're becoming palm tree strong. And that's what we want. We want that palm tree strength where you can flex and bend, but you will not break. You will not fall off and go down that steep, steep hill of, I was trying so hard to be perfect and then I fell off, so we're throwing it all out the window. We don't want that. When life happens, when kids get sick, when you get back from a vacation or when you're on vacation, you want to be able to simply carry on in your journey. Be flexible as you need to, to adjust the circumstances, but not get completely thrown off the wagon, never to get on again. You feel? Okay. Hashtag palm tree strong. That's what we're aiming for here. So what can this look like for you? What can not needing perfection look like in your journey? So let's start with fitness and your workouts. What can this look like? First, doing less intense workouts when you get sick. Just recently, I was getting over some sort of head cold and you know what? I was way, I wanted to run. I wanted to do, I'm in the middle of phase three of 75 hard right now as I record this. And I wanted to do runs early in the morning before it got too hot. My body feels really good. I feel really healthy other than my little head cold. And I wanted to do runs, but I just wasn't feeling up to when I woke up in the morning. So I was doing walks instead. Okay. That's this, that is 
perfect example right there of doing less intense workouts when you get sick or injured or you're extra, extra sore. It's good to still move your body, but maybe you don't do something as intense as you were planning on. So instead of just throwing it all out the window, you still do something, but you don't do it as hard. Switching around workout days in a workout plan when you need to adjust for your schedule or for a trip or anything else. I now do that all the time, whereas back in my trying to be perfect in my fitness days, I would not budge. I'd be like, okay, I've got, mainly when I was triathlon training, I'd be having a swim in the morning and a run in the afternoon while it was going to storm. Well, I'm still going to run instead of just foregoing the outdoor workout, even if there was lightning. Kind of dumb, right? But that's what I would do because I was trying to be perfect. But when you need to adjust for your schedule or for certain circumstances like weather or kids or family coming into town, switch around the workout days. Okay, leg days are always on Monday in whatever workout plan you're following, but say you're going to be out of town because Monday's a holiday. Okay, take a rest day on Monday and work out on Sunday instead. Like just switch them up. It's not a big deal. Over the long term, and this is where you want to I often talk about taking your focus from the immediate to big picture or from big picture to the immediate, and you have to be aware of when that's important to do. And this is one of those circumstances where when you're trying not to be perfect, you have to take your focus off of the immediate, off of the right now, when you're trying to implement perfection and take a step back and say, okay, big picture in the grand scheme of things is not being perfectly on point like I'd like to be right now going to throw me off in the long run on this long-term goal towards being as healthy as possible, losing weight, feeling my best, is that going to throw me off long-term? No, probably not. Very likely not because you're going to get right back to it tomorrow. Not perfection, but right back to what you were planning. So again, switching around your days in your workout plan, not a big deal. Actually resting if you get an injury, great idea. That's okay. That's imperfection. And if your body needs it, give it. None of these things are bad things as long as you're doing them from a place of self-honesty and trust and not because you're making excuses for yourself. And we know the difference. Now let's talk about not needing to be perfect in your nutrition. I feel like this is an area where it's a lot stronger of a need. So enjoying food when you eat out, making intentional choices about, yeah, I'm going to get French fries with this meal at Chick-fil-A, but next time I'm going to get a salad. I just, you know, have a couple of French fries from a kid's meal, whatever. Enjoying food when you eat out but not from this emotional place or this place of fear, but enjoying the food, not obsessing over every morsel that you put into your mouth. I've had seasons of that in the past and it's not enjoyable, nor is it, nor is it fun for anyone else in my life. Being disciplined for a season is great, but then spending another season, another couple of weeks, not tracking or counting or any of that for a period of time as well. I go in and out of being pretty disciplined in my nutrition and then just kind of responding to what my body needs and what I feel like eating, okay? But not, again, there's this fine line where we have to go, am I being responsive to what my body needs, being flexible, not prioritizing this as high, but still prioritizing my health? Or am I letting the fact that there's difficult or not normal circumstances in my life right now be an excuse? There's a fine line between the two and we do know deep down If we're in one camp or the other, we know that feeling. So it's just being aware of that and responding to it instead of brushing it under the rug, right? Um, Another way of being imperfect is uh, just eating the cookie, like having a cookie. My mom's coming into town this weekend. She loves to make chocolate chip cookies and eating a cookie. 
not a big deal. That's imperfection and that's okay. In your routine, not needing perfection can look like dropping the need to get out the door at a certain time for an errand. I am guilty of that. <laughs> like, okay, I want to get out the door by this time so we can get back by this time so we can get you lunch and down for naps at this time. You know what? Sometimes we can be flexible by 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes saying no to things so we don't overload our schedules. And this is a big one, especially because I talk about getting up in the morning, getting up before your kids, if that's something that is good for you in this season, but sleeping in on a day that you need rest. I have been learning that this year and it is so good for me when I can do that and when I respond to that when my body needs it. And often it's a choice in the moment, but I make it. Again, it's a difference of, is this something my body needs right now and can I honor it and still get the things done I need to get done today? Or am I doing it because it's the easier path? Am I doing it because it's what's comfortable, right? Knowing what the difference is between the two and then responding appropriately. Sometimes you just need this reminder that yes, it's okay to have moments of imperfection. And I've talked a lot today about the difference between that self-awareness of I'm doing this because my body needs it right now, or I would like to enjoy it and I won't have guilt around it and making an excuse. I've talked about the difference. And there's also a piece of allowing imperfection into your life of when you do give in to what's easy, when you do make the excuse for yourself of giving yourself grace and then choosing to respond differently next time and not completely beating yourself up over that, not throwing everything out the window because that is a response of guilt. That is a response of judgment to yourself. And you don't have to be in that camp either. So I just want to remind you of that today, encourage you of that because we are constantly changing and growing and If we just constantly sweep things under the rug and don't think about what we're doing, why we're doing it, notice when we fall off and how we're responding and, oh, that wasn't the best way to respond, but I can do differently next time. If we're not aware of that process happening in our minds or being intentional about that happening in our minds, in our choices, in what we're doing day to day, this journey is going to be really hard and that need for imperfection is going to stay strong. So I do encourage you to have those moments of imperfection, as long as they're coming from a genuine place and that you're being self-aware of what's going on and how can I respond differently next time? You know the difference. You know the difference between making an excuse and making an intentional choice, but give yourself grace. If you're making the excuse, just don't keep giving yourself grace, right? Don't keep making that excuse for yourself and keep giving in. That's You're enabling yourself and we're not here for that. I'm not here for that. I'm here to spur you on and encourage you to start making the change, small pivots. It won't be easy at first, but it does make a difference over time. So if you need that encouraging, but also empowering voice in your life to point you in the right direction on this journey, I'm here for you with that. And I'd love to learn more about you, your journey, what you're struggling with on your starting point session. So we can figure out a simple starting point for you to get consistent and drop the overwhelm with this journey, because it does not have to be that way. And perfection does not and should not be part of the picture either. Episode two, yeah, episode two was really good for that. If you need to start with that mindset work, go listen or re-listen if you did back when the podcast started to that episode and start letting imperfection into not just your life, but your journey as well. Okay. Okay. Love you, mama. Get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or 
take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.